Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is These Fallow Fields. It was written by Morgan Llewellyn, who is also our keeper of arcane lore. Uh, and this is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Thank you, Tom. It is the morning of Sunday, April 14th, 1935. The sun rises on the small farming community of Noah's Brook, where there is almost nothing left aside from the dust. Many of the families that live there have moved on looking for better fortunes. Many to California, some have headed back east. Only a few those who are too stubborn to let go remain. We're going to go meet a few of the residents now of Noah's Brook, starting with Cass. What does this Sunday morning look like for you? Pretty bleak. Uh, I've uh, I've recently sent my wife, my son, and my daughter uh, up north uh, to Wyoming. Um my ranch, uh, Japes Ranch, uh, it's uh, 14,500 acres. Uh, I used to have 7,500 head of cattle, uh, longhorns. Uh, they've been moved out, uh, had horses, some short horns. Uh, it's, it's all a bloody wash. It's unless the, uh, the weather changes and the dust goes away. We're going to, I don't know what we're going to do. Can't sell it. Nobody wants it. Of course, I imagine somebody's going to come in here and buy up all this land, knowing that uh, in five years it'll all be back to normal. And so you're just there alone. I'm in, wrapping in things up. Yeah. I've still got some cattle here, so I've got to watch them. But mostly, uh, there's nothing to do. I spend some time at the bar, uh, and just in general, keeping things from falling apart. I've got a few few hands that have remained. And are these uh, these ranch hands? Do they live on the property? Do they live elsewhere? Yeah, they live on the property. There's a ranch house. Um, most of them are concerned mostly with the horses. Still got a few of those here. Um, I'm hoping eventually to leave to get up to Wyoming. Uh, I can't live here. Some populations dropped to just a couple of hundred people now. It's pretty depressing. Yeah. Barney Keller. Yeah, my name is Barney. I moved out west hoping for fortune, spending all my money, setting up a bar down here. I thought it was my big break, but yeah, after after the dust came in, everybody smarter than me moved on out. I got a couple couple reliable patrons that come and give me some coin, but uh, definitely no fortune here. I. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna die or go bankrupt. I don't know where to go. I feel like I'm kind of trapped. 
just kind of spend my day walking around, sweeping dust out. I got those uh, swinging front doors at the at the front. It does nothing to keep the dust out. So washing glasses, the same glasses over and over and sweeping dust. That's my life. So is that where you are on the Sunday morning? Yeah, probably. Um, I probably have a little studio uh, upstairs at the bar. That's where I live. Yeah, Preacher left town last week. So, no church today. And Dr. McGill. Uh, Yeah. Even before the preacher lit out, I wasn't apt to be in church on a Sunday, generally. Sleeping off the whiskey from Saturday. Uh... I don't know whether I'll just uh, hang on here like some other old dry tree waiting for the town to come back. Everything comes back in time. My wife, Margaret, passed some years ago, and I've got my house here. And as long as there's any folks that still need mending, they need some sawbones about, uh, I'm I'm not real like to start my life over again. So uh, I might be like one of the horned toads that dry out in a creek bed and then get back up when the rains come years later. So as the three of you are milling about your kind of empty Sunday morning. Cass, you made the comment uh, that your reverend, you know him, Reverend uh, Henry Northrup, left town yeah. a week ago. I assume he did. You hear the church bell ringing. Maybe there's a fire. There's that, a goes fire. For, that goes for all of you. Nothing's going to put out that fire if that fire starts. I better go see what's going on. got nothing else to do. I'll ride my horse into town and see what's going on. Yeah. No one's coming in for a drink. I'll, I'll put up a sign and walk over. I'll open up a window shutter and stick my head out. I mean, so... Arlo, you see this first. Um, eventually, Barney, you come walking down the road, and eventually Cass comes riding up. Um, but there is a truck that you haven't seen in town before out in front of the church. It's the back of it's uh, covered with a tarp. No kind of cinched down. Um there is a woman standing next to it. Um, she's dressed in a very nice kind of prairie dress, a little old fashioned, um, but it's well ironed. It's clean too. And yeah, the, the bell is ringing and she just has this big plastered smile on her face. 
my guess that maybe, maybe they broke down their truck and figured they'd call for help by ringing the church bell. I'll uh, I'll mosey on up and uh, lash my uh, horse to the post and uh, walk over towards her. And she just turns. She's just smiling as you. Uh... Yes. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Are you in need of help? Oh no, no. I I don't I don't need help. I I believe you folks are in need of some help. Uh, yeah, you, no in town, Miss. I haven't seen you around. I'm I'm Sister Penn. Oh, my husband's are. in my husband's inside. Well, um, our preacher left last week. Uh, you've associated with him? Yes, my uh, my John, uh, Reverend John Penn. Well, he's an old seminary buddy of of Henry Northrup. Didn't expect it to be gone so soon after we got his letter, but we do keep our promises. Well, why don't well, you get inside? It's pretty, pretty, pretty dirty out here. Oh, I don't mind it. I've always, uh, back in Georgia, always greet everybody as they as they come in. Don't see why things should be different here. Well, I'm not well, sure you're going to get much of a congregation today. Yeah, ma'am, I don't know what Reverend Northrop told you, but this town's more or less dried up and blown away. You won't be seeing much of a flock. Are there other townsfolks that have been drawn by the bell? Yeah, there's there's a few people you've seen again. They're all kind of kind of hesitating on the other side of the street or looking at the truck. A couple of kids, you you see if just a few just and the, you know, the, the remaining people around. Tarpaulin on the truck. Does it look like there's furniture under there or there's you there might be furniture boxes and things it it looks you've seen time and time again over the last few years trucks like this leaving town as people pack up and move on no nobody coming into town you said you're from georgia man that's correct it's uh that's a ways to get all the way out here well, when you travel? when you hear when you hear that there's folks in need, you know the Lord teaches us to leave the ninety nine and go after the one. Now, some people think that just applies to the wayward, those who have lost sight of the Lord. But I, I see these fine Christian folk out here, and they need they need our assistance. Begging well, your man. respect, ma'am. What we need is water. And stepping out through the door, you see this very tall, maybe like six foot six gentleman in a sharp suit, 
that same wide smile and of a short hat. Now that y'all's here, I suppose uh, we're a bit obliged. Uh, Barney, Arlo, join me in church? 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Give it a shot. They must have been on the road a week or more to make it up just down to this little place. Uh, good Sabbath to you all. And to you, Reverend. Uh, Penn, I understand yes, it? Yes, Reverend, Reverend Penn. I see you've you've met Sister Penn. Well, yeah. uh, go ahead, sir. Uh, so you say Hank Northrup invited you all to come out here? That is correct. He, we've been, we can communicate something regular. And uh, he was in a in quite a fix, and we decided to uh, do the good Christian thing and come see what we could do for you fine people. But it, well, it seems old Northrup uh, got the dates crossed. He left, didn't keep the faith, I suppose. But we were coming, and now we're here. Well, we'll make you as welcome as we can, but. Uh... Brooks isn't what it used to be. Ah, uh, it seems like it was a nice place. It will be again, I'm sure. The yeah. Lord is mysterious. You can ask mm -hmm. the Lord why he brought all this on us. Yeah. But I'll yeah. walk into the church. Please. And he waits, and a few of the other, like, townspeople start to kind of shuffle in behind Cass, kind of in a daze, kind of confused. Well, Barney, I'll get up a half an hour, and then uh, we'll go back to your establishment and clean it off. Yeah. Yeah, as if uh if some kind of faith can fix this town let's let's see it and as you're walking in uh, barney how how young is your character or how old um mid 30s mid 30s so you're 38 younger than arlo and, and cassia uh, reverend penn kind of like taps you lightly on the shoulder he says young man uh, i'm sorry what's your name Oh, uh, me? I'm I'm Barney. Ah, uh, Barney, Barney if you would... I am absolutely delighted to meet you. Would you mind helping me with a, a little uh, something? Yeah, sure, I don't mind. What What do you got? If you could help me, he bluffs back this tarp just a little ways, and there's kind of a number of boxes. If you if you wouldn't mind helping me carry a few of these in. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. One or two. Uh, my back isn't what it used to be, but uh, yeah, I, I can take some. All right, you say two or three. He hands you four. 
and the oh, R dear. heavy. Um, <laughs> no, no, sir. I put them wet on the ground. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll take the one on the top. <laughs> I'll, I'll, all right. Yeah, you you take one of these boxes, and then he just picks up the three. Like they're, I don't know, not much of a problem for him. Dear Lord, you got some kind of strength in you. That's uh, only only through only through the Lord. All right. Well, and his where wife we takes these? two of these boxes, and they follow you inside. So there are the three of you, and there may be a dozen others. Um, there's a there's a small small family, husband, wife, two kids, um, a few people kind of in Cass's situation, a few men who have sent their families off but are still about the place. People we all recognize. Yeah, you know everybody. They all know you. And Reverend Penn kind of gets up and starts dusting dust off the lectern. And welcome all of you. I'm I'm so glad you all decided to to come on such a short notice that uh that makes my heart swell. I can feel the spirit in this room, hardy folks. Those of you who don't let the world tear you down. Those of you who keep the Lord in your heart. For he's always near you, even when things seem bleak. Now, I was hoping that Reverend Northrup would still be in town. Uh, help introduce me and my wife, but given his absence... I am Reverend John Penn. This is my wife, Sister Penn, and we are here to help you find folks in the, in any way that we can. Um, I may spare you a bit of a of a lecture this fine Sunday, given the suddenness of my arrival. But please, I do have uh, some things in which to help. And he starts opening up these boxes that have been brought in and they are canned goods they are um containers of water excellent and he starts kind of distributing uh them around oh thank you i i see you're not merely here uh for a spiritual revival but uh, some sort of charitable organization, is it? Now we always, uh, always believe in uh, in charity. I see when my congregation heard about your plight out here, out here in the plains. Well, they uh, they put together what they could to uh, to help you find people. So we are here to help. Uh, Sucker you all, whether that is a uh, you know, spiritual and but meager, we can to help you uh, your physical trials. 
your truck out there is all full of this? Are you on a tour maybe helping folks out in different places? Yes, we are. Well, again, we were uh, inspired by our, our friend Northrop, uh, who seems to be to be absent. So we have a few of our things that were slowly running out on our supplies. We'll we'll be here for a while, but then uh, then we'll move on. Yep, there's certainly some children in this town that would be awful excited to see one of those cans of peaches there so it's much appreciated yeah the the well is running mostly mud anymore that's i haven't seen fresh water in some days yes well i'm glad that we uh we can help your needs be met so are you going to be here uh, until Easter? That's what, two weeks away? That seems... And he looks over at Sister Pen. And she doesn't... You look at her, she doesn't react much. Just smiling. And he... Yeah, I believe uh, two weeks will... will be good before we go on well, I believe that Clara Polly over in the town she's uh, probably got some rooms to rent if that's where you want to stay um, it's a shame that uh, Reverend's not here uh, he must have odd that he left if he knew you were coming well It can be hard when you when you start to lose hope. Well, he may have had an emergency. He left rather abruptly, but he did tell us that he was going. You yeah, reckon he didn't have a, a flock to care for anymore in these parts. Only, only a handful of us holdouts left, really. Well, I, I pray that he realizes his mistake and can return to you fine people. You are still here after all. Those of us that is still here. Uh, should I make... Uh... Uh, if you have enough of these charitable goods, I could uh, make it known in town more generally that folks could come and receive some of this sustenance. That would be wonderful. Please do. Yes, I'd like to roll psychology for this fellow, this grinning yeah. madman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled poorly. I'm just he's excited by those peaches. Yeah, he, I mean, <laughs> it's an odd thing. I mean, you didn't, you weren't ever close to uh, Reverend Northrup, so yeah. no, Reverend it's... Penn seems to uh, 
Yeah, almost like a godsend. If um, Penn is talking to some of the other congregation, I might lean over to these two and say, when is he going to get on with the preaching? Doesn't seem to be much interested in the preaching. Can't be long enough for me to wait. I'm going to, you know, that uh, Leary family still has four children in town. I'm going to go and tell them about some vittles. They'll be relieved. Yeah, take them some cans of that cream corn. Oh, so, yeah, that's that's a thought. Uh, <clears throat> Reverend, do you mind if I take a little sampling of these to show people? Oh, what sort of I, I, don't, you got? I don't mind at all. Do you have a sack or something I could throw a few cans in to give folks an idea? Oh, we might we might have something. And without a sound, Sister Penn stands up and she goes out to the truck. And then she returns with the the sack. All right. Uh, thank, you. thank you very kindly. Uh, and again, well, welcome to Noah's Brook. I think you'll find two weeks is plenty. Uh, but folks will be very grateful for these goods. And I will load up a sack and head out. All right, so you head off. Barney and Cass, are you staying around, sticking around? I'm sitting there for a few minutes while he's doing this, but if he's not going to do a church service, then, uh, yeah, I mean, I got stocks of food at the, the place, so I'm not going to take anything that other people need. I'll just look over Barney and go. Yeah, <clears throat> I, was, I was expecting some kind of mediocre preaching that i'd have to walk out on this is better than i could have possibly hoped uh i should i should take some some supplies that i could just hand out to the needy keep it on the uh, on the bark or something i'll carry those over there for you yeah thanks so pretty pretty strong uh yeah just uh yeah having a jug of water to be able to pour the folks they'd really appreciate it all right let's get some of this stuff and Head on over to your yeah. to your bar. Yeah, thank you, Cass. Thank you very much, preacher. Of course, uh, remember, brothers, salvation is always close at hand. Praise the Lord. Yeah, Hallelujah. All right, so we'll go over to your bar. Uh -huh. Strange folk. Very kind Indeed. of them, though. Kind of. Well, you know, I heard of some people that do a lot of charity, and they 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 purposely try not to proselytize. So maybe he figures he's not gonna push the Lord on us right now. Yeah. Maybe he realizes that a few of us blame the Lord for all of this shit that's going on around our town. Yeah, I. I certainly have. I, I don't think there's a drop of faith left in me. If God could have I mean, I, <laughs> I poked my head in uh, out of boredom, really. But, yeah, this is great. This is better than I could have hoped for. 
So I'm, I'm walking. I'm leaving my horse where he was. I'll come back and get him when I'm going home. Do we see uh, Arlo? Yeah, you can see Arlo. He's, you know, that's a small place. Now that family wasn't too far away, and they were... Oh, they were over the moon at those the yeah. creamed corn and those peaches and... <laughs> Yeah, I figure if I can drop in on a couple of households, most people around here are related to most other people around here. So word will get out that they can head to the church and load up. So I'll yeah. maybe stop at three houses and I was going to join yeah. Barney for an afternoon refresher. Yeah. Um, Arlo, do you have a clinic or do you work out of a wagon? Uh, I, I imagine uh, my home has a examination room on the first floor okay. yeah i got you yeah what do you make of all that that was kind of unselfish and <clears throat> didn't seem to have any yeah. ulterior motives i mean <laughs> their their grins are just kind of haunting me that's just how strong they were well physically strong yeah city folk maybe from uh pretty see georgia i, I mean did the the lady, too. I, I, I cannot say that I was aware that uh, things were so much better for folks in Georgia, that they had the capacity to travel and dole out goods to folks in need. But I uh, guess God bless them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody finds God in their own way. Hmm. I'll have whiskey. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we can we can have some of that uh, that uh, fresh branch water they brung in our whiskey. Yeah. Let's uh, just get some of the dust out of here. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Uh, this is the biggest payday I've had <laughs> in months. Go wild, boys! So, as the three of you are now in Barney's bar, drinking whiskey it's getting towards the afternoon and the sky outside visibly darkens the storm darken yeah that might be a good thing if it rains it'll get some of the dust out of the air yeah well you got but you got your is... horse to take care of and then the light starts to reduce even more. And those front shutters start to open and shut rather Storm violently. Coming. Storm's coming in. I better get back to the ranch then. Yeah. I got to walk across the town. to. Oh, right. Your horse is out getting an eyeful of this. Yeah. Yeah, you step outside, Cass, and yeah, this wind almost takes your hat. And you look out on the horizon, and it is a wall of dust. A thick, billowy, dark mass. Dust storm's coming. I yell back. This is, this is the largest dust storm you've ever seen. And it's 
moving in. Does it look like I would have time to get my horse and get back to the ranch before it You gets... think so. Right. Yeah. Uh, Barney, I might have left a couple of shutters open. I'm going to go and latch mine up, and I'll come back and help you with these. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So I'll poke my head out and go, holy smokes, Cass, I... This this is coming in fast. Uh, you can walk your horse into the the room if you want. Well, I'm gonna I don't want you to get caught out in there. I mean, if uh, you're going back, you better hurry. So I'll uh, move quickly across, and grab my horse. Uh, it's probably a little nervous. Uh, yeah, very skittish. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm it's gonna mount the horse and head head towards my ranch. And yeah, you get these. There's these advanced dust particles that are ahead of the main bulk that's getting in your eyes, kind of stinging your face, your nose. Mm-hmm. Right, you write it back, Arlo. You go batten down your your home, and you return to help um, Heller. And you're there when this thing rolls in. And the wind is howling. The dust is clawing at the windows and the floorboards and the wall. Everything It's just this constant grating, howling darkness outside. Yeah, let's uh, uh, set up a couple of kerosene lanterns while we still can see what we're doing. Uh, and yeah, the sh- the shutters are banging. Maybe we'll put a bench or two up against them, make sure they, if they blow in, we don't know too much glass and so on. This is a, yeah, those poor pens. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna know what hit them. Yeah, that's uh, this is the welcome they deserve <laughs> going to this reach. That's mighty unchristian of you, Barney. It's just crazy to think. People are still trying to breathe life into this place. Cass, you get back to your ranch, and you get the horse in the stable, and you get back inside, but you don't see your ranch hands anywhere. Charlie, Mike, where are you at? I don't see him. Uh, I'll get inside. Uh, it's probably a fairly big ranch house, but they wouldn't go upstairs. They'd uh, they'd be in the kitchen most likely. So I'll head into the kitchen. Um, yeah, they don't there. seem to be. They don't seem to be there. Shit. Um, well, I mean, the door's unlocked, so they're either trapped. In the barn or whatever, they'll they'll be able to get here. It's a big deal. They know the ranch like the back of their hands. I'm not really that concerned, at least not yet. I'll uh, make myself some coffee, scramble myself some eggs. You get you get kind of a lunch, late lunch, made. And the coffee, yeah, you start feeling the whiskey 
recede in your in your mind. You're listening to this howling and the scraping, and it does not let up. You're keeping track, you start thinking like, okay, dust this dust storm's been going for an hour now. It's getting on two hours. Like this is it's not letting up. So two hours I will telephone Barney and uh Barney, uh, it's uh, Cass out at the ranch. Um, I can't find my uh, my ranch hands. Might be stuck somewhere. Have they bivouacked there with you in the town? Um, no, sir. Uh, Arlo's locked down with me. Uh, here, I'll kind of share the receiver for him. Uh, I don't know, Cass. I. <sighs> This is like anything I've ever seen before. Not now. This is something else. This is like an apocalyptic storm. Yeah. If uh, someone's caught out there, I can't imagine them surviving. Just huddle down and wait for it out. Yeah, they're probably in the barn or something. Uh, You see any hiding her hair? The, The preacher man and his wife? Just dust, darkness. Guess we'll all just have to set it out. Yeah. You get over there, you make it home. I made it <laughs> home. Your horse I made safe. It home. Had about five minutes after I got here, got the horse put away. I'm just sitting here. Uh, I had a late lunch. Um, got some kerosene lamps going. Uh, yeah. Figure I don't get any close there. It's warm. You're more stranded out there out of town. Yeah. It could be worse. Could be snow. We could have six feet of snow and have to walk through that, try to get back to town. I think I'm okay. Uh, Give me a call if anything happens. Yes, sir. Try to stay not dusty. Yeah, I figure I've got uh, grit in most of my pores at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the openness of the bar downstairs means that a lot of this dust is getting up and into Keller's apartment. Yep, a lot of sweeping to do <laughs> once this is over. Should have blown through by now, I figure. I don't know how long this front could be that it just keeps howling like that. It's not not a scent I care for, I must admit. As long as your windows hold. And soon the sound grows louder. You feel the building in town shake. You feel the ranch house shaking. You hear what sounds like splitting wood, things falling outside. Faintly, it's dulled by the by the sound of this wind. Um, you see scratches on the windows as some of these particles whip 
whip uh, against the glass. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's persistent. It's been going for hours now, and it's only getting worse and worse and worse. I hope uh, brother and sister Penn got their things off of that truck before this hit. I could see the truck being pushed down the road into the gully. Yeah. At this rate, the whole town might just get buried. And if we make it out of this, I mean, screw this place. I'd just, just head out. <laughs> we all should. I don't know why we stuck around. It's, it's yeah, and it's it's like the storm's trying to scrub the last of this town right off of the prairie. Yeah, uh, I probably tried to look out to see how my home's doing and can't see anything. Yeah, that's uh, just so it's four o'clock now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what the the clock say. Barney, let's uh, heat up some beams. We're going to be here for a while. Might have to. Do you got a shovel at the back or something? We might actually have a a load of earth to get off. Yeah, yeah, I got some tools. Uh, shovels, shovels probably out in the shed. I don't know if we can get to them oh, once it's over. They don't want to open the door. Pretty much don't have a front door in the saloon. And as four becomes five, becomes six, becomes eight. Yeah. Becomes ten. Three of you can make sanity rolls. As the howling never relents. Oh, nine. Well, I got 19. Got 69, ah. which is not successful. Okay, mm -hmm. so just you, lose you saw one. the part of the floor just, that you're going to be sleeping on. Just one <laughs> point of sand loss. Kind of the claustrophobia of the situation starting to seep in. Starting to get on my nerves, Barney! Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Arlo. I'm not really set up to have guests here. I should have what moved one of them pens that has ladies upstairs. Well, it's just about the church. It's 10 p.m. now. Okay, I'm going to go to bed. Uh, stuff's caught in my ears so that I can sleep. And Doctor McGill has Barney. has hasn't let out the bit. I don't not not a bit. If anything, it's only gotten more severe. I'd love to make it down the street to my own bed, but I also don't want to get hit with a clump of dirt and fall over and bash my skull in. So yeah, uh, if you got the walk memorized, you could wrap a blanket around your head. I don't, I mean, there won't be any light visible from any houses. There won't be any light visible from the sky. I, uh, the ground might not even feel familiar. Yeah, uh, you could keep a hand on one of the buildings as you go. 
I'm going to flip you another half dollar for some more whiskey and pray it goes away in an hour. I don't need your money. We're just trying to survive at this point. I'm going to try to sleep. I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, I'll sit up a bit. Uh, I want to see it end. I want to remember what it sounds like. Yeah, good luck. It's probably dangerous out there. So Barney goes to sleep. Cass goes to sleep. And Dr. McGill, you're waiting up for it to end? At least another uh, few fingers of whiskey. Okay. Uh, Roll Constitution. Strong suit. Oh, my regular success. All right. So you, in that kind of slightly drunk state, managed to wait up to what you think is the end of the wind. But that's about one in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, borrow a lantern from Barney to make my way home. You do that. Cass, while you're asleep, make a power roll for me. 27 out of 60. That is a hard. Okay, so you bolt awake. The wind has stopped. But you're in a cold sweat. Kind of have this anxiety. I'm going to put back on my clothes and uh, go downstairs. Uh, as As you're getting your clothes back on, make a spot hidden. 65 is a fail. Okay, so you yeah, you get your clothes on and you you head downstairs. We'll do a quick survey around, see if the uh, branch hands are back. Yeah, you, you look around, you don't see any of them and Dr. McGill, you step outside the saloon and you were on what could best be described. You step out into like a wasteland. It is pitch black. There's dust maybe up to your knees. This grayish substance. Dead moon dust. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect there to be much, much many lights on. The dust still might be high. I think I remember what the moon was doing, but I know left well, from you, right. Yeah, somewhere. you look up. Um, there is no moon. There are no stars either. Yeah, I expect the storm's just higher. There's dust up there. Blacking it out the night. 
Um, you, is there is there much broken rubble in the dust in the street? Yeah, or you the, go around. You see, you find bits of wood. Um, you're a bit worried about finding bits of glass too. Really, there's wood, wire, metal, just all sorts of things that have been picked up. This detritus. Yeah, so, you know, uh, shielding the lantern from, I assume there's still some wind, even if it isn't howling anymore, I assume it's still yeah, stormy. Uh, yeah, so I'm shielding the lantern and, and, and walking to see how much damage was done to my home. Not that I'm going to try to fix anything tonight. I'm looking forward to curling up for well, yeah, you, you see some of the, your outer shutters have been torn off, shingles off the roof. Yeah. Um, some of the doors have been rattling. They seem damaged, but inside's mostly intact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll worry about the dust uh, when I am better rested than I am right now. You, you go to sleep, and yeah, Cass, you are looking around again. No sign of anybody else. Uh, I'm gonna fill the night. Take a look outside. Step outside onto the porch. See if the the barn and everything is intact. Nothing, nothing too bad with damage. Yeah, you look. Some of your smaller storage sheds have been. Blown over, it seems flattened. Much of your fencing is distorted, blown over. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fix that first thing in the morning to keep the rest of the range animals in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If it's if it's not too bad, I'll walk over to the barn. You know, yell inside for Charlie and Mike. Charlie, Mike, you inside here? Yeah, you you do that, and you just hear kind of these braying of nervous horses. Uh huh. Okay. So I don't know where they are. I hope they, were, hope they weren't caught out on the back forty somewhere. We'll wait until tomorrow see if they come back. And I'll head back inside. Probably go back to bed. Are you going back to bed? And the three of you all wake up. You feel well rested. Um, but the sun hasn't come up yet, it seems. What's the clock say? The clock says uh, it's about 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Uh, Is it ticking? Up. Yeah, it's going. You hear it. It's... Probably got dust in its gears or some such. Uh, pocket watch is in agreement. Pocket watch says the same. That's not right. 
storm. So does it seem to us like the sky is black, or does it just seem like there's billowing clouds so, up high? So you, like looking outside, it looks pitch black outside, like the depths of night outside. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll walk through the ruins of my saloon, tipped over chairs and sand dunes, just go outside, probably cursing the whole time, <laughs> look up and just be amazed. It's um, is it still billows of dust or is it calmed down? It's perfectly calm and still. No wind. No wind. Just this endless sea of gray dust. Um, I'm gonna uh, hitch up my horse, and you can only and you're like looking at like. Keller, you are outside and you're like holding up a lamp and you can only see as far as that light goes. It like illuminates this kind of rolling dust and then it dies off into the, it's like this inky wall of nothingness all around you. Yeah, it's it's unsettling for sure, but I, I kind of feel the urge to go to the church and check on them just since they're new in town, they probably weren't ready for this. And I'm going to have to catch up my horse and ride into town. See how everybody's doing. No stars, no. No stars, no sun, no moon. Nothing. No glow. Yeah. No matter how much haze there, dust there is in the sky, you should see where the sun is behind it. Uh, it must not I must have slept through till 9 p.m. That that's that's still doesn't really cover it. Uh, yeah, gonna have to, have to return this lamp to Barney anyway, so might as well light it up and head out. Maybe yeah, a little bump. little medicinal brandy beforehand. It's a good call. Hopefully we bump into each other. Our light bubbles will <laughs> coalesce. Yeah, that's basically what happens. Keller, you're on your way towards the church. McGill was on his way towards you. And yeah, you each see mm. this little glow of light coming towards you until you see who's holding it being each other. Mm. Howdy, Doctor. Uh, morning. I'm. I don't. Guessing. I, I have thought I died. This is something else. Uh, yeah, I was just coming to look for signs of life. Uh, go check on those new folks that came into town. They probably weren't prepared for any of this. No, indeed, they uh, gonna have a lot of grit in those big grins of theirs. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, see how they fared. Sure, we can walk that way. Did you do you reckon it's we slept I I mean I've only been up for a a spell. Do you reckon it's nine o'clock at night? And that's why it's so dark? Nah, no way, no way I slept that long. This is this is first thing in the morning. Well, it's the morning. Nothing has that's, mourned here. 
Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we can ask uh, Father Penn what the Bible says about something like this. This seems like one of those stories. It certainly does. And Cass, you come riding up on this blob of light. of light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, morning, boys. Howdy. How's how's the horse faring in the darkness? Um, a little skittish, but uh, I mean, I got him into the barn last night, and uh, everybody seemed everything seemed okay. Haven't seen my my hands, my my ranch hands. Mm. I'm still wondering if they're trapped somewhere. The hell of a uh, thing to search for him in this pitch dark. Yeah, I can't. That's something I can't manage. I, I hope that uh, I haven't got too much land to do it all myself. Myself, if they don't show up by this afternoon, I don't know what to do. Uh, but uh, we'll have to do a search party once this is all over. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll help you look for them. What about your livestock? The the Longhorns don't have any shelter, do they? No, they they were out in all that last night. Mm. You, you think they can the make it through something like that? Well, they're pretty hardy animals. So longhorns are uh, uh, a native species. So maybe we'll see. Uh, fortunately, most of my herds already gone north. It's uh, a shame, but I could recover from that. What do you make of mm. this darkness? You think it's high dust clouds just blocking out all the light? Never seen it so dark. No, I I I stayed uh, over at Keller's waiting. Uh, didn't want to get blown down on the way home, so I trapped I, really. Yeah, I reckon it was about one that the wind died down enough I could head out, and it was yeah. pure dark then. But I figured it was, as you say, high clouds. But that's just blocking starlight. Whereas this time, April 15th today, so the sun should have been up three hours ago. Yeah, it should be at least glowing. Yeah. I expect glowing red, but uh, we better, uh, I see you're off, going to go check on those uh, new folks. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they're okay. Ask them if uh, there's any advice in uh, Revelations or something. <laughs> Well, it certainly does seem biblical. I can think stuff in uh, Isaiah, for the stars of the heavens and the constellations will not flash forth their light, and the sun will be dark when it rises, and the moon shall not shed its light. You're more familiar than I am, but uh, if if I can pray to something and make it happy to make all this go away, then I'll give it a shot. I don't know. Maybe the rapture's done happen, and we're the ones that are left. And mm. the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse are around the corner, <laughs> heading this way. As far as Noah's Creek's concerned, the rapture might have happened five, eight years ago. Yeah, we yeah. probably wouldn't notice. Well, let's head on over there. So if you don't mind? I'm going to park my. I'm going to park my my uh, steed in front of the bar instead of in front of the preach at this time. And I'll walk with you. Yeah. You're when do you 
kind of hitch your horse um, to like the porch of the bar or whatever right. and start to walk away, it starts getting very nervous. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for the thing being trapped in the dark. Uh, is the is there a stables in town? And is the proprietor already gone? Maybe we could put your horse inside someplace safe, give it a light. Yeah, the proprietor's long gone, but there used yeah. to be. Uh, she'll be fine right there. Maybe, uh, Barney, if you put a light on in the tavern so the horse can see something, he'll be... That would help. That would probably help. Um, I mean, if the wind picks up, it might tip it over if the storm's not done yet. But, I mean, yeah, to hell with it. If the whole thing burns, I don't care at this point. One thing about dust, it don't burn. So, in a way, we've been blanketed with protection. Yeah, I'll find a nice little pile to <laughs> get the lantern on All top right, of. So you you leave a light behind for the horse. A hanging start... lantern. Hanging lantern will be safe enough. Yeah. Sure. And you make your way over to the church. First thing that you notice is that truck is gone. They may have left. Yeah, or mm. put it someplace for protection if they've got any yeah. smarts. Would they say two weeks? Yeah, maybe they hightailed it. And the door to the church is open. Mm. Going inside. Hello? Hello? Brother Penn, Sister Penn, just came to see how you all fared. And do you raise your lantern up inside of the church? And you see the boxes stacked, somewhat more empty. It seems people had been coming by and getting more things. Um, and you see a few forms, like people sitting in the pews, with their backs to you. Good morning. Is there any... There's not a response. Was there any illumination in the church? Are there candles lit or lanterns or there it's there is no illumination in here. Just what we bring. And the folks I guess they're facing the They're facing the front. The, yeah. So we see in just shoulders and the backs of heads. Do they look familiar? Uh you see what looks like um old mason knight you recognize his hat and his clothing anyway mason maybe he's asleep mason i'll go over to mason and touch him on the shoulder you go mason. over you, you you touch him and you hear this it's almost like you're pressing against like brittle paper Coronation. Move over and look at him. Yeah, you take a look at him and you see what used to be Mason Knight shriveled up 
His eyes are missing. His mouth is open in this fixation of agonized terror. Good God almighty. And you can make a sanity. 98. 1d4 plus 1, please. <laughs> well, that's a fumble. 82. That's just... 80, yep, 1d4 plus 1. <laughs> Medical man comes through. 3. Just one. one. Just one. Good Golden God! What the hell? Uh, I... Yeah, you you look around and you see um, well, it's like the Chapman family in the same way. Were these people who attended the service on Sunday? Were they these... were people in the vicinity of the church you saw when you left. So I might have sent these people in here to suffer whatever the storm did. Chapman's uh, won't have to work those kidney stones anymore. Well, um, I, I, I never I'm going to like this. No, nor have I. I I'm going to see what I can determine medically. How about Mason Knight? Yeah, you can roll, roll medicine. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard success in medicine. Well, it seems like his body has been completely dehydrated yeah. and hollowed out. Like you're feeling for organs, you're feeling for even bones, and it's like he's just an empty husk of dried out skin like a, it feels like a wasp nest yeah like a wasp nest like a paper wasp what nest what could, I, no sir it is not possible oh uh barney's barney's cussing and running around looking at all of them and just like uh at, at the mention earlier of um uh, them like trying to wait out the storm it's like what are they just doing sitting in the pews they'd be they'd be huddled for safety they'd be trying to block the windows out what, what they're just lined up like this it's like they didn't even know it was going to happen to them i'm trying to reconcile how some weather condition could drive folks out this much but a mummy weighs more than these do Okay. And they were inside the building. They weren't outside. The church isn't filled with dirt. Yeah, I was how how much dust is on the floor? It's there's like a couple of inches, maybe. Okay. No sign of the pens, though. No sign of the yeah. pens. I want to go up to the altar where they're all looking, just to see what's around. Yeah, I mean, you you go up there, you look, you, you don't see anything. There's just Checking these crates, out. these very heavy crates full of cans that you couldn't really move. I'll uh, check. Are there doors in the sides up near the altar going into the back? Or Yeah, there's like, there's a, like the office, there's up to right. the bell. So I'll, I'll start exploring, seeing if I can find the pens. 
Yeah, their truck's gone. They're probably gone too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you know the Bible better than me. So what 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 does the rapture say about this? Is this it? Should we should go around on people's doors? We should look through the rest of town. Can't just be us. Didn't see any of their lights, not one. Well, yeah. the Lord says that you'll be caught up in the air. This doesn't say that you'll be dried up and left behind like an old wasp nest. Uh, what if this is what's left after the soul gets sucked up or whatever? Well, <laughs> we've, all, we've all seen more or less what gets left after the soul gets leaves its dead body. Meat. But... Uh, it's also possible that they drove over to the boarding house and like I told them, they could find a room and lodging over there. Might well yeah. Done. yeah, you did tell them that. Yeah. Why why would people stay here after they left? I, this is weird. Why is the door open? Well, I sit in the dark. Where did the bones go? If this wasn't inside the church, I'd say it's the devil's work. Yeah, we got to get out of here. This is, uh, I can't take it. Yeah, Cass, you go into the back room and you see what looks like somebody's hastily left, which you see some of uh, Northrup's papers and things that have been left behind. I'll look, I'll look through his things to see if I can find any indication of why he left so suddenly. Or maybe where he was going. I don't know that either. Roll roll spot hidden. The eighth nope. I am not I'm not very attentive as far as spot. I mean it's dark. It's, yeah. it's very dark. You you're flipping through. You don't you don't find any letters. You don't find any kind of correspondence. Uh, I don't know, folks. I don't know, boys. Where <sighs> the place seems to be abandoned. Uh, I I can't explain this. Jesus Christ! It must have been the wind. Must have been the wind just dried them up. I mean, it was a freak wind. It's freaky now. It's no sunlight. Must have just somehow. Blue hour after hour, and that dust does desiccate one, but it won't explain the bone. Well, it'd, it'd go the from the outside in, right? It'd peel off your skin and dig through. It wouldn't take your innards. Yeah, right. The bones is gone. Yeah, I could see a desiccating wind making people into human jerky again, like, it's, it's like Egypt, the... Egypt mummies. It's like they done shed their skin like a snake. Well, it it does it does uh, yeah look a little bit like a locust or cicada left a husk behind. An old husk. Does it look like they crawled out of their own skin? Except in the look on Mason's face. Yeah. Wasn't well, there'd be a hole, wouldn't there? Did they? crawl out of their own mouths it's usually a hole up uh, between Back the shoulder the neck, blades yeah. depends on the critter 
But it looked see. like it looked like terror and agony. Yeah. Some, something did this to these people. Something took their bones and innards. This is no storm. In the silence, you suddenly hear the screams of a horse. A horse. Oh, hell. I'm going to run out. Yeah. I'm trying to keep up with him. Arlo, do you follow? I'm actually, uh, I, I want to look at the whole church before I go out. I can't, okay. you know. So you can roll, roll a spot hidden as you. Is there a cellar? Is there a belfry? Ha! Well, 96. We're, we're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I get, yeah, looking around a dark, I mean, you're not a churchgoer yourself, so it's it's a dark space, you're unfamiliar with it. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, put another can of peaches in my black bag and follow the others. Maybe the horse needs something taken out. So Maybe got a splinter in its eye or something. So you are behind, so you don't see this. Cass and Barney, you go trudging through this dust field back towards the bar you see your horse shriveled up on the ground the light's been knocked over and broken the flame's gone out and at the edge of your lantern you see this silhouette this tall silhouette Maybe the size, is it a story? Is it two stories tall? This very tall thing move between (laughs) out away from the lantern and just like kind of between an alleyway between the bar and the other building, but vanishes with the horses shriveled on the ground. Ah, shit, we gotta run. (laughs) Turn around. When When I touch it, does it like is it the same oh, crinkly it's like sticking around paper wasp? <laughs> I'm back to yes, the it's gone. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. <laughs> the fuck was that thing? Sanity yeah, you can make, make sanity rolls for seeing that. Yeah. Well, 91 this time. One D six. Oh is is ninety-five a fumble? How's that work? I just rolled 1d6. You're good. Gotcha. 100. Only one. Wow. Four. Four. So we Barney's come... focusing on getting getting back. <laughs> we come right. Yeah, I am too. We come running into the church where the doc is still waiting and we slam so yeah so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dr. McGill, you go, you take those peaches, you're going to meet the others. As you open up the door and they barrel into you. Oh, boy. Back <laughs> Don't go out there. Oh, pull the pew over. Got to pull the pew over in a way. Giant. Did it to this horse. Fucking ate my horse. Slip, slip. Ate your horse? It's like the others. It was 20 feet tall and in the dark. It's... 
It done ate my horse. It says yeah. sucked it dry. There's not a there's not a bone or an organ left inside of it. Inside paper. It's a monster. It's a demon. Wait, you're telling me that we heard that horse cry out, and before you got to it, it was as dry as cell uh, mason night. And so it saw our light and it ran away in the dark. Yeah. So light, light up this away. church. We gotta get all the mm-hmm. candles going. Yeah, I think some light would be welcome. I rightly so. Uh you didn't see any other folks in town? No, no but I mean, we we should ring the bell. We should light up this place as much as we can, get people over here. We should get people together. Uh, uh, I'm going to, did you notice, uh, Cass, if, the, if there's a telephone in the church office? Sure. There should be. As long as the lines aren't down. It was a hell of a storm for lines, but I'm going to try the, to reach the exchange operator and see if I can get folks that way. Tell them there's an emergency, something. Yeah. What the hell do we say it is? Well, I mean, I if we ring the bell, that thing will know it's here. It's already been in here eating people. I mean, do, do we ring it? What do you think? No, I don't think so now, now that you say that. I, just shit. Everyone's dead. It's just us. I don't know where we can hide. If that thing comes, all it's, we can do is go up to the belfry. It's I mean, twenty feet off. tall. It can't get through the doors. Twenty well, feet. It can tall. hunker over. I can get through a small door. <laughs> call the next town over. Call the governor. Or someone. <laughs> call. Call the. Call the yeah. sheriff. Where's the sheriff? Tick, 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 tick. Nothing. Yeah, we have it no. It seems the storm's taken the lines out, as you feared. Yeah, a wind like that probably threw trees through lines in uh, 50 different places. It'll be forever until company gets them back up. Uh, anybody care for peach? Canned peach? Jesus Christ, doctor. Gotta have uh, gotta have food and water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Come here to take our souls. I better start repenting right now. You especially, because you don't go to church. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do have some repenting to do, but I want to do it when the sun's out. What time you is better it? Better face them on a full stomach, huh? You look now, it's maybe about 10.30 a.m. Yeah. Oh, Lord, please save us from this de- devil that walks about in the dark. Now we probably just huddle together and eat some peaches. <laughs> so you listen very carefully for any yeah. noise. Yeah. So you so you sit there eating peaches, and maybe after fifteen minutes of doing that, you hear what sounds like gunshots. Good. Someone out there. Somebody's wake. I might uh, go over to one of the windows and see if I can see anything. Yeah. And yeah, you look out, and it's just. Black. Black. 
But as you're looking out the window, you feel that same cold sweat come over you. Like when you were asleep and woke up suddenly. It's just like this feeling that you're looking out into the blackness. You don't see anything, but it feels like something sees you. Get away from the window. Something out there is watching us. Do you see any light out there at all? Nothing. Not even muzzle flash, eh? No, I mean, I didn't go over to the window until our gun went off. But Sure, sure. sure. Is it continuous or was it just a couple shots? It was just a couple shots. But that does mean somebody's live out there. Yeah. That's, I mean, fuck, someone's brave enough to fight back against that thing. So there's a gun at the bar. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't like the idea of just sitting here and waiting to die, but what can we do? Well, we lost a horse, but uh, maybe we can drive out of town. There's certainly more cars than living folks left. Didn't Mason Knight have a Model T? You think its tires will work in a foot of sand? Might, but Mason's uh, Mason's dwelling is on the other end of town, maybe five minutes walk from here. I don't want to go outside. Me neither. I don't much like being the only thing that's lit up. Makes it awful easy to get picked off. But I can't see anything. I don't want to hide in the dark either. It was it was a giant. It could have killed the two of us if it wanted to. It's the light had to have scared it. Was it was it thin and gangly? I could didn't I just, see a good enough look. I saw did it have like fur or was it wearing clothes or I mean I I didn't even recognize it as a, a living thing until it moved. It was so big. I thought I was seeing the side of a building or something. I, I yeah, I thought I was I thought I was seeing like just a light breeze blowing some poles, but then I realized it was arms and legs. You're not even sure you saw the same thing then, eh? Whatever but you saw something move. Saw something yeah. moving away from the horse. Yeah, it killed the horse. It was big. I saw that. That was a good horse too. You had you rode that you rode Blackie for some some number of years. And it just got shriveled up in a moment like that. Yeah. A minute? Let's well, it's as if, as if it got robbed of time. Time just flowed away and it turned into a desiccated corpse thing. That's what kills me. One thing bones, one thing time leaves is bones. And yet I don't think there were any bones left. It was just a, like a paper mache. Uh, I, I uh, guess I sort Yeah, my examination of Mason Knight involved me tearing open his dusty paper carapace. Uh, it hasn't yet. Yeah, I'm going to look inside Mason Knight. 
and he, there he's still clothed, right? Yes, he's still clothed. clothed. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that this tissue can even hold up his cotton jacket. But I'm going to. Uh, the, the bones problem is vexing me. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to open up his shirt and reach my fingers into that papery husk. Yeah, you you reach inside and you get this. Your hand starts kind of feeling wet and sticky. Honey? Sir, feel around. You you pull it out and it's kind of a sweet smelling thing, but Yeah. Rub that off with some alcohol. Uh, bones got slurped out, Doc. That's I mean, look for an exit hole. You got plenty of bodies. Wonder if the preacher has any communion wine we can drink. Uh, oh, he's got it. Yeah. Uh, and if he doesn't, I've got some brandy. So for my distance. So I'm going to look around. Yeah. I'm going to examine a couple more corpses. I assume that there's a sticky residue when it's in the skin. Yeah. It's like on the backside of the skin. The bones are gone, and the bones organs are gone. gone. Yeah, it's empty. like they got hollowed out by a sticky bug. Ate everything up inside them. Sucked out like a crawfish. Yeah. So looking around again at this point, you sp- you spent a lot of time here. Um, You do eventually, not only do you find the communion wine, but you do seem to find some of Reverend Northrup's papers okay. scattered that have been left behind. Got some papers here. Not not too good at reading myself. It's uh you seem to be handy with the Bible. Well, and I uh I have to keep counts at my ranch, so I know my math too. So you you're looking over his papers, and it seems that over the last couple of months, Northrop has been growing more and more agitated. So it has definitely been bugging him. He's he's worried about um it's vague, it doesn't specify, but it seems that something has found him. Something's found him as if he was hiding out. Now, how long, do you recall how long he's been on a preacher? Henry Northrup has been in Noah's Brook as long as anybody can remember. Right. An old man. Yeah, he's been here as long as he I figured can he's at so least now. eighty years old. If he was hiding from somebody, he must have been hiding for an awful long time. And who'd go yeah. looking for him for that long? Well, brother John and sister, whatever her name is, they uh, they were not telling us true that 
they expected him to still be here, or maybe they expected they'd catch him here, but he was too fast for him. Do you suppose that's exactly the case that he ran if away? They're on a they manhunt by bring food and water. Well, I don't think they were chasing an outlaw. I think they showed up here and then that storm showed up here and the next day the sun didn't come up and there's a monster that's 20 feet tall. Maybe that sister and that uh, preacher and his wife were from the devil. He didn't do any preaching. You noted he didn't have much to say about the Son of Man. I'm just as likely to believe that as anything the Reverend would say. Well, I think, gentlemen, we need to take our lanterns, uh, fetch uh, your gun, certainly, Barney. Uh, probably too far to go out to the ranch, cast for any of your firearms. Take us at least half an hour to walk out there. I've got a pistol I'm no good with. You can maybe use that. Uh, And we look around for that missing truck of theirs. And uh, yeah, Bordenhouse. Maybe we'll find some other folks who've taken up arms again, given the sounds we heard. Oh, I don't like going outside, but yeah, I think so. Can we take a quick break? Yes. <laughs> As you're all armed yourselves and are preparing to step out of the church. So the three of you armed with your lanterns and Dr. McGill's pistol are at the threshold of the church. You step out into that dusty endless silence the dark i'm gonna bring a bible with me (laughs) you go you grab a bible where are the three of you headed uh cass when you go back in there for that holy writ um if there is uh any more lantern oil around that pulpit we want to make sure we don't run out right because we don't because there is no light coming well, we're so, heading right back uh, to the bar, right? Yeah, I think we're marching b- back into town, stopping for Barney's gun, we'll and then the off horse for yourself. Yeah, right. Make sure it's the same thing. Yeah, I'll look at I'll look at poor Blackie. We'll see this, if we see your I mean, giant. If this giant, how, how did it fit it, in the church? I I had this question, and maybe it stoops down. Maybe it can. Did it leave footprints in the in the dust? We you ran. Check. We could check. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. Well, so speaking we'll... of, you mentioned looking for stuff in the dust. Um, any of you can roll track because you talked about that car that's missing. Oh yeah, could drove off after that. Certainly. No. I got thirty-five out of forty-five. Okay, so Cass, you think you see where the dust has been kind of furled, like, up. Right. So you think you may be able to know where the where the car went. Yeah. 
I think that it went. Did it? Did it go in the direction of the uh, boarding house? It kind of seems like it was on its way out of town. Uh, I think they left town. See there, you can see the ruts. So they sowed the seed of chaos. They dropped this food off for us. Is that a mockery? They drop off all these crates of good food. You you think this track is from their car? You think they didn't drive till after the dust was down? Well, it was already quite a bit of dust, but I think that they left the ruck and then uh, the dust has unevenly filled it in. Oh. Sometime during... If they could drive in that storm, they have some kind of trust in their God that's greater than... Uh, yeah, maybe God just them. lifted their truck up and flew it out of here like a like an airplane. I mean, uh, what? yeah, we got airplanes. Yeah, right, brothers. Yeah, so... Oh, man, their smiles are just in my head. Uh, so they were playing us. They said two weeks. They knew this was going to happen? Or did they just run away for, out of fear? Well, like, you know, they said Northrop and they were in constant contact and they'd been at seminary together. But Cass's notes suggest that he was a feared of something, not welcome of something. Yeah, but... To be a reverend, you got to have uh, bishops or something like that that you respond to, don't you? No, yeah, well, it's not like. Yeah. yeah, we didn't see any credentials. We mm. just saw a truck full of provisions and some smiling demons. So, question for the GM The tracks, the going out of town, was the storm when it was coming coming from the opposite direction so they could have been running from the storm or where they would have been going right into the storm. They would have been heading into the storm, which is perplexing. They would have been heading right into that storm. Well, uh, you know, with that storm, they could be a mile down the road, crashed on the side of the road. Yeah, I, I think I want my gun. Let's let the doctor look at your horse. Let's look for footprints. And I mean, either look for more townsfolk or come back and follow their tracks. I don't know. For the Jolly Giant Jam or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, did they come here and plant a thing and then leave? Because I was thinking the giant was going to be some part of their working. But maybe well, they... everyone in the church had to die at the same time. They're all in the pews. None of them saw it coming. They're, they look they look scared. Their faces are all messed up, but none of them moved. None of them tried to defend themselves. Everybody's clambering down the aisle or, yeah, huddled under a pew that we saw. All right. Uh, Pass, you got any disagreement with Barney's idea? I think it's good. Get the guns. We got to decide what to do from there. Yeah, um, I mean, we just, yeah, one step at a time. Surely there's somebody else still alive in this town. Surely somebody else got a car. Who, whoever fired yeah. whoever fired a, a gun off. 
Yeah, let's get moving. I don't like staying out here. All right, so you make your way through the silence of the town, back to the bar, and back to the horse that's shriveled up on the doorstep. Yeah. Um, its eyes are gone. Mm -hmm. Its mouth open and empty. Uh, I'm going to take up a, a bit of the broken wood that is scattered through the dust from the storm and drive a seam into the horse's torso with it and flip it open to look inside. Is it, again, sticky husk and nothing yeah, within? Yeah, it is a sticky husk. What end was the monster on? Was it near the, the mouth or the rear? Well, you you came up on the shriveled horse. And the thing that you saw was a ways off looking at you, but oh. moved away. Let's look for some giant tracks. Uh, why not? I guess, Keller, you can get your gun and yeah. make sure it's in functional order not too dusty to fire yeah it was up on display i might need to try to take it apart or something clean it up might need a light oil or yeah and then cast can show me the tracks if the thing leaves tracks if it walks in the earth we should get some alcohol that we can mm -hmm. light on fire if that thing comes at us if it doesn't like light, that'll be helpful. And if I feel too terrible about my prospects, it'll also be handy. Yeah, get the gun. Two bottles. If you, you grab the gun, um, do you keep extra shells around? You have a box of them? I mean, probably maybe like a drawer, just a handful or something. Okay, roll roll one d eight. Okay, got a four. Okay, you have four shotgun shells. And if he's got a fireplace in there, I'll grab the poker. Something to swing. <clears throat> All right, so you have a fire poker and a Bible. McGill has a pistol, and Barney now has a shotgun. And I'm fair certain that. Either Jape or Keller are better shot with a pistol than I am. I have it sort of as a. I'm actually quite good. Yeah. Give it to Cass. Put my gun. Yeah. yeah, since we can't go back to your place for firearms yet, uh, the direction of the tracks that seemed to lead away from the church was not in the direction of Cass's ranch, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm perfectly happy to have you carry my revolver. I am as like to shoot my own foot as I am any giant. I help you clean the, the rifle. It's probably something I do yeah. all the time. Yeah, thank you. I just don't want any of those grains jamming it up. Yeah, then you, yeah, you quickly notice if you hadn't done that, you'd have some serious problems, but caskets it yeah it's a clean thank you sir let's uh let's look for monster tracks 
So you go, and, uh, you go outside, and so, again, everything's preternaturally still. No, no insects, no bird song. Yeah, nothing. No, no rodents scaring about. No sound of other human beings. No wind. Yep, everything's quiet. And Cass, you can roll track, or you can all roll track. Won't hurt. Might uh, that time hurt. I got seventy-three, so. That's nowhere close. I got 20. I can spend 10 luck. Uh, I think I want to, yeah. Okay. So, Cass and McGill, you're looking at it. You don't, you just see dust. It's hard to, yeah. hard to tell, but Marnie, you kind of stretch. And as you do that, you kind of feel your, like, the sense of like sideways motion. And then you get the weird impression that this thing didn't turn and walk normally. It kind of floated just straight sideways. And so you start looking for some impossible type of movement. And you see in the dust this kind of thin, it's not very deep either, but there's this little trough that snakes its way. Yeah, yeah, fellas, look at this. It down this alley. It's not and walking on legs. Just, just something drags. It's a I, I don't even know if that thing had legs. Your giants may be sort of a uh if you'll forgive. It's a dust devil. It has a little divot in the ground as it moves through. It is devilish, you know. Interesting. I mean, it, it looked stationary, like it was just moving. But yeah, I mean, maybe it had some swirl we didn't notice. Dust devil, huh? I always thought that was figure of speech or something. It, it, it ought, ought to be. Yeah, did you say it looked at you? Ah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think it really saw a face. I, I was I was too busy grabbing Barney like I was going to marry him. We wanted to get the <laughs> hell away from there as quickly as possible yeah. and ran. Yeah, Cass stopped to poke at his horse for some reason. That was awfully brave. But yeah, we were just overwhelmed and scared. Well, uh, you found Spore lead on. Let's see if we can catch up to your giant. If the it hates the light enough, if it Don't hates the light enough, we want to see if we can go find the the car. I don't know. I I don't want to see where this trail goes, but I don't want to just walk on up to the thing. Well, if it's afraid of light and it run off from me one time already, yeah, that's an advantage if. Now that we see it doesn't even seem to have normal parts, maybe we want to get it before it sucks the life and bones and marrow and if anything else. Uh, yeah, trying to, trying to follow a car that run off sometime during the storm, it could be so many miles ahead of us. Yeah, I think you got a good point. Uh, either you gentlemen a smoker i think uh, we should be prepared to light up this alcohol if we come across this thing 
shoot it with guns, but we might need to light it on fire. Light a building on fire. Hell, scare it off. Uh, well, as we know. Uh, yes, I have a lighter. <laughs> dried and cured tobacco was extremely healthy for adult males to consume. Uh, so we yeah. might as well help light our way with some appropriate stogies, pipes, or other materials. Yeah. Great. All right. So you're smoking following this, this <laughs> trail. And you come across a, a house is where it leads to. Uh, you recognize it as the... Uh, the Daniels residence. You see the door to the house is open and on just kind of coming out of the house kind of in and out, you see a shriveled up form. I probably know what Daniels that is, might well have been present at its birth. Yeah, you you know that to be Benjamin Daniels. Uh, last known age? Uh, he was they're a, a young family. It was Benjamin, his wife, and their 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 boy. So he's twenty eight was 28 and uh if i if i shift the husk with my foot it is light and it doesn't rattle as if it has much inside but stickiness yes that's that's the impression you get uh and 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 the and the the track in the dust goes inside the house it does gentlemen you thought this thing was 20 feet or bigger yeah but now if it's a ghost or some sort of yeah dust right well it, it floats it drags it can fit through a seven foot door Should we, we want to see if anybody's still alive in the house yeah there, there's a little boy in there we gotta we gotta see we want to go around and see if it left from another yeah place. that's a good idea it's yeah, it's a it's a tricky track to find, but yeah, we should try. So you go, you go around the house. It seems to have gone in the front door, and it seems to have left through a broken window in the back of the house. No, no reason to go inside, and we'll reckon with these dead later on. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can just imagine a little boy up there <clears throat> hiding for his life, scared, but yeah, there's probably no chance, right? Well, hell no, you're right. What if Let's check some, real quick. Yeah, what if there's a child so inside, it's feared. You, you, you step inside, and your noses all burn with that smell of gunpowder. So this might have been the place where there was a bit of standoff. Uh, pardon, uh, Ms. Daniels, Daniels' child. It's a 
Dr. Arlo and, and friends, we're here to help. And do you, you hear a voice call out? Now, who the hell are you? It's, it, it's uh, Arlo Miguel. And you hear creaking and coming very cautiously down the stairs, you see Emma Daniels with a with a shotgun leveled at you. Ms. Daniels, you're a very brave woman. Uh, we're, I, we're... I told him not to go out there. Is your boy okay? Yeah. Thomas is fine. He's upstairs. Uh, you got I'm... lights, candles, lanterns? I don't want that thing coming back here. It's what afraid of the light. I, I told him not to listen. I, I knew it was devil's work. Something's wrong. Damn uh, fool Benjamin had to open the door. We're, we're trying to follow this hate, Ms. Daniels. Uh, what? Listen to what? It, it was... It knocked? It was that, that woman. What? The, the, the new reverend's wife. Just yeah. tapping at the window. Wanting to come inside. He... I told him not to go, but... Well, I, I heard him go downstairs, but he started crying and horrible, horrible sound. I, I went down there and there was a, he was standing over him. He was, he wasn't moving. I, I told her to go, but she, I don't know. Loaded up like I never seen anything like it. I, I fired and she was gone. Through the house. Oh, where she went. You say the preacher was he, standing over her over your husband's oh, body. Oh, his his wife. Sister Pen. You heard her voice like you know for sure yeah, you saw her, was, you heard her voice? I I heard her. She was I heard we heard her tapping out the window downstairs asking to come inside. Mm -hmm. Running from the storm and she said like Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh ma'am, I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh and I'm uh, I much admire your so what is he he so he's gone then, Doc. I, I I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to look. What she what she do to him? I'm afraid so. Uh, I t I tell you, we're we're uh, trying to figure it out. It's not natural. It's uh it's some ungodly thing that was, uh, that was hunting Henry Northrup and and came and wrought desolation on our town. Northrop, uh, why hunt? Why would it go after Reverend Northrop? Man, know, I man. cannot been, say. We were going through the Reverend's papers, and we seemed to have some indication that he knew someone was coming, and he wanted to get away. Why he didn't warn us? 
This sounds like he's old bastard. Sort of... We all should have yeah. left. I kept trying yeah. to tell my Ben that we should have left a long time ago, but he couldn't let go of his daddy's land. And now there he is. Yes, and it's uh, well. Hopefully, we'll be back soon with, with better news. Uh, until then, I rec- reckon you ought to stay inside and keep the boy safe. Keep the lights up. Yeah, the thing doesn't seem to like. All right. Uh, that thing that that looked like. Uh, Sister Pen, do you seems to be able to change its shape like some I don't know engine like magic thing? She's some yeah, sort maybe. of maybe it, it must have been witchcraft, devil's work. I'm telling you, she grew like. Well, maybe that's just it. You know, it. You saw her get says, big too. Good book. She, she was. She didn't move, but she was getting closer to, towards me. I don't know how exactly to, to tell you, but. The good book says not to let a witch live. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe old, old Reverend Northrop put an end to some witches, and these are coming for revenge now. I don't know. Northrop never struck me as the thwarting of witches type. Well, something's pissed it off. Uh, Ms. Daniels, what's your timepiece say? You're you're down there with the clock. Oh, sorry. You you look, and it's at this point maybe two p.m. Whatever it is, it's stolen the light. It needs the darkness. <clears throat> Ma'am, are you, are you good on supplies? You got food, water, lights? Yeah, we got we got food. We got we got what we need for now, but Yeah. We won't Just, I mean as soon as this clears out, we're out of here. Yeah. Don't you need to you need to board up. Don't answer the door for anyone. Wait for the sun to rise. All right, now you, you boys, be careful now. Do the best we can. Uh, your instincts so far have stood you in good stead. Uh, so I would take your advice before I take my own. Uh, keep the boys safe, and we'll try. Well, we're doing our best. Uh, All right. We're going to circle the house now because it mm-hmm. seems like the thing went out back. Uh, All right. Yeah. You... All right. How in tarnation are we going to kill this thing when it moves? Like she shot it, nothing happened. It well, she like shot it and it ran thing. away. Sounds like it didn't like it. And it's it's taken forms, and that might be useful too, if we can catch up on it when it's acted like Sister Jenny, or whatever Sister Penn's first name was. We can act when it, we can get it. You never it. got a first name for Sister Penn. No. 
Mm-hmm. We'll call her Dusty. Mm. I think she's more like a Cindy, but uh, yeah, let's keep on the track. Uh, you, you had a good line on it so far, Cass. I'd like to find some more survivors we can give hope to and maybe learn something from. She saw, yeah. she saw that woman and she saw it grow in strange ways. So it's consistent now with what you thought you saw on the darkness and the dust. It must be some sort of witchcraft or sorcery. I'm a little stuck up on the supplies, honestly. You think that's some kind of poison? That something bad's going to happen to us for eating it? Or was it just bait for the trap? I tell you, if it, it, it... if it, if it were something tainted, uh, we were among the first people who sampled their wares, and yet we are walking. Yeah. Well, and, and if we if we keep following this trail, we're just going to find more corpses, right? Maybe we should go to the houses that it hasn't hit. And it seems like it's taken time moving around, going from the horse to this house. wasn't until we were back in the church talking to you. I'm guessing that it let the storm do a lot of its killing. That storm was so long and so fierce. Mm. I I hear you feasting on the dead. It's not having to hunt, live and pray. Yeah, sorry, Cass, about your field, man. But I don't expect any of them will see the sunrise. And now I feel like it's picking off the remainders. And then I guess it'll let the sun come back. So the oh, world why ask permission? Why not? Why not just break through the window? It broke out just fine. Uh, why? why I've been told to be? some some spirits can't enter your dwelling unless you invite them in. That's Bram Stoker. That's one fella's story. But the question remains. And I guess there always were rules about fey types and haints. Well, we should keep well, moving. You roll, you make an idea roll. All of us? Yeah. A regular success. Uh, 60s Same. Okay, with the regular success. You're picturing the Daniel's house. And if Emma fired that shotgun from somewhere on the stairs, you think that maybe she shot her own window out downstairs. Mm, it lines up. Yeah, at least if some of the shot would have hit the window. Hmm. Hmm. Where to? We just go along the the town and and knock on all we, the doors. I think we should follow the groove in the dust and see where the thing has we fetched up it. to. Yeah, I'm torn. Either either door to door or follow the trail. I don't know what's best. I'm Where's sticking with you. Husband? I don't. Yeah, let's get him outside. She doesn't need to see that. 
Well, I mean, where is Mr. Pan? Oh, that husband. Well, he might have drawn, he drove the truck off. There might have been, there might be two of them things. Two of the giants you saw? Yeah, for all we know. But but also, you saw tracks of the truck moving on. Maybe he sets it up and then she comes and joins. This is all just too much. I just want to see the Milky Way. Yeah. I've, I've thought about going out into the darkness and seeing if we can see anything shining through yet, but I think that's a death sentence. Into the darkness, you say? That's full yeah. stop. So following this groove in the dust, you come across a couple of houses um, that have been, you see some of them are storm damaged and everybody inside has been hollowed out. You know, there's a number of abandoned homes. Like, do you see this thing circles, these houses that, you know, nobody's in um, before, before moving on? Um, mm, the track doesn't bother if there's nobody inside to eat, eh? Yeah, I mean, it says uh, it circles, it circles these houses before it, mm-hmm. it goes. If she's going along there, eating up all of the people, then isn't she going to eventually come for us? Pass. When you woke up in the night... You think back, was there somebody watching you through your window upstairs? I mean, she could be watching us all the time. If she was at my house watching me through the windows, why am I still alive? She didn't knock and ask to come in. Well, that's true. I actually went outside onto my front porch. She wouldn't have had to ask. She could have just taken me there. Huh. Were the back to bed. Daniels at the church? Do either of you remember? Oh, I'm sure they went to church on a regular basis. Almost everybody does, except old yeah, Dr. McGill. I've did we see them there? There were a lot of people going to get the, the can of goods and water. Uh, I, was, uh, I was encouraging folks, after all, and telling, telling them to tell their other kin. Yeah. Well, because I well, we didn't see them this... early on. No, you didn't yeah. see them early on, though. No. Yeah. Well, because it makes sense to me that the supplies is bait. For the, the poor ones we saw in the pews still, but uh, I was thinking maybe it was some, the other way around somehow that we have some kind of protection for being involved, but I, I don't know. So that's interesting. You know, in the Old Testament, in Exodus, the Egyptians were warned that the spirit of death was coming to kill the firstborn children. 
And the Jews were told that if they put a certain mark on their doors with blood, I think, that the spirit would walk by them. Now, what if the mark is the food a can of peaches water and we all partook and so the spirit has walked past us and uh, gone for the people who didn't who uh didn't uh didn't come to church or didn't uh yeah i mean it's a thought at least it seems like i mean just some weird monster playing games with us by that point now, we'll certainly find out when we get to the end of this trail and find old Miss uh, Sister Pen. Yeah. You know, I was kind of thinking, uh, I mean, just getting whatever light we can. There's all this debris around. We could try to light some bonfires around the town, beacons of something. I don't know how easy that would be. There's a lot of dead wood around. Well, I'm storm detritus for certain, although barbed wire don't burn, fence posts do. Uh, is the trail of the dust devil, is it moving through town or out of town in some direction? As you follow it, it does eventually lead out of town and towards the north. The north. And the storm came in from the west? It came in from the north. It came in from the north. Well, I'm not sure I want to walk out of town. Oh, sir. Shelter. Aren't we, ain't we duty bound to track this thing to its current location and try to put it down? Well, once again, at this point, what if it's just gone for miles and miles and miles out into the yeah, the prairie? I don't feel any duty, but I mean, if I could blast it once or twice, make the sun come back, I'd like to. Oh, there's that too. Uh, if this, whatever this hate is, is taking the sky away, we have to end it, no matter how far we go. You know your bonfire idea. What if we? set up bonfires in a ring and had them primed and ready to go and then we lure that thing into the middle of the circle and light off the bonfire so it's completely surrounded by light i like the idea but how are we going to lure it well it went for my horse because my horse was there in the dark all alone Oh, Maybe that's the trick. Have someone there all alone in the dark. You know, I, um, I can't believe them folks in the church were sitting in the dark in their pews facing forward. I think they were there in light of day when it was that thing stood up and struck them, sucked them out. Well, maybe the process isn't what we think. Maybe... The horse was there, and the thing came up, and like like old Death, reached out and touched a bony finger to the horse, and it took the horse a few minutes to desiccate. 
maybe those people got touched by death and they had time enough to run into the church and start to pray before they dried up. That wouldn't well. be my reaction. No, and they weren't on their knees. They were sitting. That's true. I don't well, know. I think we're just going to have to wait for the GM to do something. <laughs> well, are you are you going? What is God what is it that you intend to do? Do you want to go I, after it? You, you you mentioned this bond. We'll have you do an idea roll. You mentioned that Mason Knight has a car. There are numerous cars around. Yeah, we could. Do you want to lure? Like, yeah. What? It just what is your what is your plan? And then we can go from there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the idea of luring it sounds good, but I mean, we need some kind of sacrificial lamb. <laughs> we had some of your livestock around. I don't know about having a person stand there in the dark waiting to die. Well, I'm not going to stand there naked as the day I was born. I'm going to stand there with my my rifle and my. You know, bottle of alcohol to throw in the thing. How are you going to know, though? It's pitch black. Probably can't even hear it. Well, yeah, that's I... true. Maybe you think you can hear it? I mean, I we were just yelling. <laughs> so I, don't... Guess... I, I, I don't figure you, we can trap it without first locating it and so, well that's that's the point of the lore is um if it's just eating whatever it can find out in the dark that's what we're guessing but the, the horse the trail's going away so what if it's just two counties away by now and you we're sitting there with a fire and it's eating up another town lodestone yeah. is what 12 miles southwest of here We could twiddle our thumbs. You think that it's caused this darkness over the whole earth? Well, you're the Bible spouter, which is something I did not know about you, Cass, and I find quite interesting. Really? I mean, I'm just as good a churchgoer as anyone else is. Not yeah. sure I believe it all, but at the same time... My family's gone to church on Sundays, and feel like you should have figured out Northrop was some sort of faker. Well, he certainly didn't seem to be. He seemed to know his stuff. I'm not. I'm no scholar, but you know, one does sort of absorb the the good word by osmosis after so many years. One may, one may, and I will admit that those two yesterday. Seemed a little odd. Like I say, we walked into that church and old preacher didn't bother to preach at all. I do not believe I heard the name Jesus pronounced. Nope. Which may be a tell. Uh, it was like they were mimicking what a preacher would do. When I mentioned Easter, he seemed a moment of confused. Yeah, and then that two weeks, and then the truck drives off. Well, um, if you want to head back toward the town center and set up some bonfires, 
I'll follow this track. It seems clear enough now. No, 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 no. We're not going to let you go off by yourself. If you're insistent on going on this track and seeing where it goes, then we'll come with you. But I just, I won't yeah. like it. I mean, we should we should decide how long we're going to follow it. No more than half an hour, right, before we come back. Yeah, if it just keeps going. Well, or if the dust clears at all on the ground and there's a vehicle in an empty house, we might be able to catch up to the thing. Right. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a faint little line in the sand. I thought we could follow it in a car. We, uh... Yeah, because it doesn't look like it's following the road. It's just going. Is it moving in a cardinal direction? Yeah, north. Yeah, it seems to. It snaked its way through town, and now it's headed north. We might not need to follow the spore if we go in the direction it was sent from. I'm not sure I follow. Silence has fallen upon you, Brother Cass. I, uh, um, I'm thinking that we should, if we're going to follow this thing, we should go only as far as Murphy's Farm because, you know, that's a couple of miles out. Um, if it just keeps going in that direction, then we got to come back. Yeah, if, if there's a farmhouse out in this direction, yeah, we can see if there's survivors, just what it's like over there. We did learn a bit from Ms. Daniels. We might learn more. Well, we uh -huh. got to have some consideration for her, too. If we find a car, we got to get her with us and her son. Uh, yeah, you guys want to just drive away? <laughs> Get out of here. I do, but I couldn't live with my own conscience if we did something like that. I, 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 I'm party to an oath that says I am somewhat responsible for folks. So, well, let's say you know, if let's understand that whatever this thing is, it's done killed a lot of people. So if we see something weird. Shoot it, kill it, stop it from from doing whatever it's doing. By all means, like a hungry bear or a a wolf. Mm -hmm. And it, it it's got no right killing our people. So we we agree. We track north. We appropriate a vehicle if we should find one. We follow the track at least as far as that outside homestead and if we have no luck we return and see what we can salvage of noah's brook so yeah. murphy's is yeah. murphy's is a is a land farmer so he should have truck should have something a couple trucks maybe yeah well if, if there is a farmhouse out that way that might be where it's headed all right so you head off north and it takes you a while trudging out through the dust. You lose sight of the town behind you in in the black. And eventually you do reach 
But Cass, you recognize as Murphy's fence. Yeah. And you get kind of reflection of a truck parked on the nearby road. You can see it kind of reflecting off your lantern light faintly in the distance. I'll start heading towards it, and they should be able to see it within a couple seconds once they see it. Yeah, and as you come up on the truck, you recognize it. Just the tarp in the back. The pen came in. It's tarp over the back. If we sh- uh, if we shutter our lanterns, is there any light at all? Is there light from the farmhouse? If you if you shut your shutter your lantern, there is no light whatsoever. So they're here. The pens are here. So we have to move very cautiously. Do we want to... One of us want to move off to the side and light a fire so that we can hide in the darkness around it? We got the alcohol. We got means to light it. Problem is, we're marching in light toward things that are waiting in darkness. These are supernatural killing machine monsters, but they're still driving a truck around for some reason. Uh, Screw them. Let's light the truck on fire. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that country folk like us got all spooked about something and ended up murdering somebody accidentally that we didn't intend to because we thought, I don't know, aliens from outer space were running around. Have you not seen the sky? (laughs) I have. I have. But I just say that we need at least a modicum of caution in what we're doing. I like the idea of burning their truck. But so what, what if you there say was somebody is, just inside sleeping that was completely innocent? We 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 place quietly and thoughtfully the bottle of grain alcohol underneath the engine of the truck before we shoot the bottle of grain alcohol and cause the truck to blow up. And also we peer inside the residence to make sure it's only monsters in there or husks. I I say, we, here's where the danger is, that truck, with the, if the pens are there. We can worry about who's in the, the Murphy's uh, farmhouse afterwards. Kill the bear before you check on the victims. I just want to make sure it is a bear and it's not. A couple of good yeah. Christian folks who happen to drive out of town. And just were I mean, unlucky to be here when all this crazy shit went down. Yeah, don't, Except- don't you worry, Cass. I'm only shooting something with a big, ugly smile or that looks like a demon. And, and mind you, uh, Ms. Daniels told us it was the preacher lady that tried to that that ate her husband and tried to kill her and her child. It's not as yeah. Dead. I don't. I don't take her for a liar after that happened. 
No, I'm 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 inclined to believe her completely. Yeah. So if if we light up their wagon full of witch food and bad business, and they're inside having a, a, a postprandial supper, having eaten all our town, I am comfortable with that risk. Well, I, they're not in the truck, right? The truck's got to be empty. Well, let's let's go up and take a look, confront them if they're there, and then burn yeah. them to hell. I will repeat, however, my anxiety, since there's no other light on the horizon. As we walk up, the only things visible to human eyes, and I assume inhuman eyes, do not we invite a great deal of hostile activity? You want something that we can run back to, a fire. Yeah, a distraction, but I mean, I like the idea. I, I'm this. This darkness is driving me mad. I'm I'm fine with setting as much on fire as we want, but I, I think that the the caution that you're talking about is already come and gone. If if something's looking for us, they've seen us coming for miles. Well, Look, we're, we're probably you're probably right. We can't just play it completely cautious. One of us needs to go up there and take a look before we do anything. The others need to stay back here in safety. In case something happens, it might be a scream of one of, oh, hell, I'll go. If you hear me scream, you light it all up on fire. Well, again, I'm one that's not much for shooting. And if there's injured folk, I could be of help. So maybe I should go first. I could try to follow the echoes of your lantern light as I approach. <laughs> Let's set the fence on fire. Let's just, <laughs> just, 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 just let me go. I'm going to take a look. Go for it, Cass. I'm right behind you. If, if you call. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep the, keep the pistol out uh, and ready. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll move behind you at a, at a, at a pace, you know, some, some 10 seconds after you and try to get to the truck. So if they, if they do make some aggressive action toward us, we, we at least have two people and uh, they're ready. Fearful. All right, so if I understand correctly, Cass is walking ahead of you. And Dr. McGill and Barney are following, but a ways back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make a triangle, not really like a line, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So, Cass, do you have a light on you as you're going forward? I've got my lighter. So. Okay, so you have this. So he's he's Dull moving he's light. moving away from our lanterns, right. okay. Because if he walks up with a lantern, mm-hmm. you know he'll he'll be the only. So thing. you you approach the approach the truck. How often are you flickering your lighter? Well, I'll say every fifteen seconds or so. Okay, so you flick it on. There's just the dust around you, the car in the distance. Then you walk through darkness. 
you flick it on again, bars closer. I'm probably my heart's beating so hard I can. You flick it on again, the car. You're almost there. You flick it on, and in the bright red light right in front of you, you see the face of Sister Pen. Very, in a very that brief flash right before it goes out, her smile is wide, and you see this kind of insectoid proboscis flip out of her mouth as the light fades away, and you're back in the black. And Nothing. I'm going to turn violently around and run back the way I came and yell, uh, Good God Almighty, she's a giant <laughs> insect. We're <laughs> all sanity. Do, do we see any of that? Like, uh, no, because this was, yeah, this was just his little light. Yeah, you hear cats uh, scream that out. Well, I got an 08, which is a pass, but I just kind of feel like I still lose <laughs> a lot of sanity for seeing. Oh, that. lose 1d4 on the pass. Okay. How about one D four plus one? Just one. Sure, edge. just keep it. Keep it on the edge. I like it. Nah, three. <laughs> ah! You did, Doctor Gill. If you lose your hat running away, you might take another point. She's a giant fire ant. <laughs> but what you can roll is Dex. Ah. You are running in the pitch black and all this dust. Dex, Dex. Oh, my Dex is pretty good. Uh, I got a 43 out of 65, so a red killer. Okay, yeah, you feel this presence just looming over you, but you are not losing your footing. You are scrambling through this dust. Uh, Dr. McGill and Barney, what are you two doing? Uh, um, I guess... I'm putting the lantern at my feet and pointing the shotgun out, but I'm afraid to fire because I don't want to hit Cass. Okay, so you set the light down and you're waiting for Cass to approach. Yeah. Uh, Dr. McGill? Uh, I'm gonna... hurl one of the bottles of liquor at that truck and hope that if I, with a reasonably high arc, I don't smash my anybody's head in with it. Hey, roll throw. It's a very interesting question. What do I have? Ooh, all right. You got this. And they hit me right in the head. <laughs> I'm going to spend 12 luck. Because I do not. You throw it, it vanishes from your sight, but eventually you hear the sound of a bottle breaking against a metal car. Thud. And Barty, you see Cass dive into the light, and behind him, you see this looming, very thin sister pen, but she is about. 20 feet tall, looming over Cass, and she has a number of these insect like proboscis, like you see on a mosquito. They're like scrambling at her mouth and they're long. 
and they're folding out. So, Dr. McGill and Keller, as you see, Sister Pen. Roll sanity. 98. <laughs> 63. Is that just a pass or just a fail? It's exactly a pass. Okay, so 1d4 wow. for the pass, 1d10 for the fail, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that, that puts me under a definite. Yes, that's a. Uh... Yeah, there's a. Uh... There's no sugar coat in this berry. Uh, <laughs> this is a giant devil insect thing. Undescribable horror from the dust storm, eternal night. So yeah, you can roll one d eight for your bout of madness. Zero right. intelligence. I think if that yeah, if that puts him at definite, definite right? sanity, it uh, just triggers yeah. automatically. He's lost enough. Uh, three, four, by the way. What's three on the chart? Uh, hysteria. Um, 1d4 to what kind of hysteria? Three again. Uh, screaming. Mm. Well, yeah, so uh, I, I'm blasting, but I'm also screaming. That's suitable. I was wondering if I would okay, run so instead. You can, but... roll, you can roll shotgun <laughs> with a penalty die. All right, cool. Um, 39 is a pass and yep. 20. So, uh, 39. Okay. So that's a pass. So you can roll, I think 2d6 for the distance that you are. Great. Uh, two and two. Dang. Four. <laughs> yeah. So you fire off in the air and it shrinks <sighs> back a little bit as you think that you've hit it, but it's still kind of pressing itself into the light. Oh, um, McGill, I'm what are not, you up to? Yeah, well, you said that I dove into the light. Mm -hmm. So I dove to, to the ground. And as I hit the ground, I roll onto my back and I pull out the gun and start firing. All right. So you get a bonus die for being this close. Are you fully, are you firing all three shots? I'm probably firing all three shots. Do I roll for each shot? Yeah, you'll roll for each shot. Just just flat, because the penalty for multi-shooting is getting canceled out by how close you are. The handgun. Oh, handgun. Oh, good. I got a 68 out of 70. Wow. Okay. And you want to roll so... twice more for all three of your shots? Just roll them all. Uh, 90 and 10. Is that an extreme? Which is uh, an extreme, yeah. Okay, so that's max damage plus damage again, because that's uh, impaled. I have my guns written down. Let's see. Probably a D10, right? Uh, D10, yeah, that makes sense. So I get 10 plus 3. I get 10 plus 3. 13. Okay, so 13. But then you hit with your first shot, so then just roll another d10. Because you hit it twice, one wasn't failing. I got an 8. Okay. So, well, the screaming Barney, who you can barely hear because your ears are ringing because of the gunfire, the shotgun pellets didn't seem to do much, but you fire 
you hit it twice. Uh, your third shot, you seem to hit her up towards the the neck. And you hear this ear, it sounds like like a whistle more than a scream. It's this high pitched like E uh-huh. sound. And it scrambles back into the dark away from you. After Out of the boys. light where you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, so I'm, I'm not sure how the shotgun is loaded, but if I don't have to reload, I would probably do all four shots while okay, screaming roll, as quickly yeah, as I roll, could. Yep, roll, <laughs> roll them all up. All, all the while, you just go, ah! Yeah, exactly. All all penalties? Yep. Ooh, 08 on one, but then the penalty puts it at 35. So that's uh, just a regular. Um. 59 is a fail and 95 makes it way worse. I don't even know if that is that like a malfunction or something a 95. No, I think. Okay. What, I what is um, the malfunction is on the shotgun. It's a, it's a, it's a double zero. Okay. Yeah. All right. So no, no, so, no, no malfunction, but just another two. Only, only the first one hit. Yeah. I'm going through all my ammo. Uh, four and five. So nine on that one. Okay. Yeah, so you fire um, off after the dark, and you hear, yeah, again, it wasn't mm-hmm. another scream of sorts. So four blasts, and then just clicking while I'm still screaming yeah. at it. <laughs> Roll 1d10. How long are you just standing there, just screaming? Uh, Three. Okay. So you, as you empty your clip, you start to... You're out of breath. <sighs> did did we kill it? As we it backed off. Like that. We gotta ignite the fire all over the truck. Yeah, we gotta light yeah. everything on fire. I, well, I have I have two functional thoughts, more or less. One is the fact that they've their fire has backed her toward the vehicle and the house means the chance of her being near that broken liquor bottle has increased. The other thought is where's her goddamn husband? Um, but. Regarding the immediate concern, I'm going to take my lantern and hurl it after the liquor bottle and her, which I assume have both been moving in the same direction. Yep. How about we get closer first? Roll roll that. Don't gotta do it from this far. I rolled a double of seven. Wow. No, it's true. It's our light. I mean, we have very few light sources, but so I have. So yeah, so you so it. you throw this lantern, and it arcs through the air. It illuminates this thing, backing away towards the truck. It hits the truck, and the truck just goes up in a fireball. And now we can see. It Does it here. silhouette her? Yeah. Now time? she's silhouetted. Does she seem to be burning? Not as much as you would like. You look like a giant praying mantis. Yeah, in a way. You get that kind right. of impression. And then also silhouetted now from the fire in the truck, you see the very tall, again, he was like six foot six silhouette of Reverend Pan. We've got more than one bottle of alcohol. Let's Let's run towards the light and hit them with more alcohol. 
Yeah. Well, this is our last one, right? I only grabbed two. Yeah. I believe we only brought two. I have stuff in my medical bag, but it's not going to coat a monster. And I do not have... So, boys, you should be reloading. And stop uh, stop screaming, Barney. Yeah. Stop? I fired it all. I think I think our weapon of choice is fire now. That's a, I mean good shots cast. How many more bullets do you got? Um I always carry Well, I didn't have a 50. Gun first, so I guess I didn't. Um Oh, I put some stray bullets in my pocket. Maybe. Uh yeah. Morgan roll luck. I got 61. And I got 65 luck. Cool. All right. So you have enough to reload, but you're just right. You only have the six rounds in the cylinder. That's all. So now I'm angry. So I'm going to go forward towards the light. And if it comes towards me, I'm going to fire at it. Well, what are we going to do with this bottle? Like, we should make torches or something. We should have something that we can use. Um, Are there any sticks or... Defense posts? Smash it? I think we need to throw it on. Right, well, Doc's got a hell of an arm. <laughs> Go for it if you want to. Well, at this point, we need to walk up towards it, you know... Threateningly. Well, I mean, Mrs. Penn is still moving, right? Yep. Yep. So we we have two targets and one volatile bottle. And I've got a gun. But at maybe this point, we, we can't we, stay where we are. we got to keep moving Maybe we forward. set the lantern down and move into the darkness and let them come toward us. The lantern. I just threw the lantern. We had two. I'm, yeah, there's the one at my feet, and I'm I'm not going out of this light, and I'm not going in the dark. No there's way. There's a lot more light ahead of us. Yeah, with the truck. It's true. The flaming vehicle is bright. I don't have anything to use, so advise me as to how I can be helpful. Cash, shoot the father. He's he's still human ish. Blast him in the head. Get closer and I'll shoot him. Yeah, I'll I'll start batting him with this gun. I'll use it like a club. And we can we can move laterally so they can't attack us at once. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to move counterclockwise around the truck toward the house and see if anybody is okay in there and if there's anything useful. Okay, so McGill, you're going to the Murphy farmhouse. Ass and Barney, you're moving forward, right? As you're as you're kind of looking forward, again you see this the thing that is Sister Pen, kind of lurching around in, in the air after you, and then you hear Reverend John Penn. All right, boys. All right. You're right. We surrender. Come talk to us. Cash should have. Yeah. How close am I at this point? You're. You're not at point blank range. You could shoot him from where you're at. Okay. 
I'll say, you're a devil worshiper, and I'll shoot him. <laughs> All right. Roll. Uh, 90. Oh, man. I'm only shooting one of them. Okay, you you fire. It goes wide. Does he react? See, no, he doesn't flinch at all. What are you, a devil sorcerer? What are you? Did you hit him? I missed. Now, <laughs> how about we try to come to an understanding before you kill my? My companion here. You've murdered everyone in town. Line him up, Barney. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm just holding a shotgun like a bat. <laughs> I thought now you had you use the murder. Look, it's called collecting interest. Go on. <laughs> Northrup continues to believe that he can cut out on a deal, but he knows that he can't. I'll find him eventually. Well, go find him. Leave us alone. Oh. Oh, you see, Sister Penn, she just gets so hungry on these long trips. Well, eat some of that stuff in your boxes. They're not our boxes. Now, you just put that little toy of yours away. Tell me where Northrop is. He got Where'd no clue he go? where Northrop is. He left. Didn't tell anybody. Now you get. Get out of here. Yeah, tell him. Don't yes. come back. You and your I'll insect see wife. you again. I don't think so. You I'll shoot better him. watch your shadow. Yeah, roll, roll firearms again. Double <laughs> one. Wow. So you swear you hit this man dead in the face. And it's like... Nothing. Nothing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> But this time, this time, like the last time you thought you missed, this time you're like, no, you should have hit this guy. Something is terribly wrong. Are you a wizard, a sorcerer, a witch? I'm a debt collector. Cast. Well, look, we don't know where Northrop went. I would have thought if you were in the church, you could have looked through his stuff and seen if you could figure it out, but we don't know. He left. He knows your name. Well, if either Mr. Jape, Mr. Keller, 
or Dr. McGill, you hear anything about Northrop? Anything at all? You should tell me. Just call you up on the the phone. Just dream about me. We'll talk. And with that, the pair fades away into the shadows. And slowly your eyes start to feel pain as they adjust to the evening sun setting. There's dust in the air. Dark magic, boys. And that is the end of our story. Wonder if we survived that. <laughs> I end up in a loony bin. Barney, will gonna... you please stop screaming? <laughs> uh, I have to work on our description of events in town very carefully before we Not go public much. with survivors. Nobody left. Daniels. This. If they they should come out of the woodwork now, if the sun lights out, well, we'll tell them that we drove the demons out of the town, and yeah, what is what was left of Noah's Brook? Ghost of a ghost, hollowed out. Tell them it's uh. Was that storm? The storm wiped it wiped it out. I think I might just steal one of these farm trucks, drive to the next town over, sell it, and start a new life. Yeah, sell to a bunch of suckers of the new people coming in. Just oh, sure, we we'll give it to you at ten uh, percent discount. Good story. <laughs> Our players included Kaylin McDowell, David Gasway, and myself, with Morgan Llewellyn as Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of game playing and game mastering. Uh, we provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Or you can punch that button down at the bottom of the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club. Inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Good gaming.